It's time for episode two of the Goggles On podcast. We've searched around the state of Indiana to gain perspective from some of the most elite swimmers around the state. Also, we go in depth with some of our training partners to get the inside scoop behind the culture of Carmel. I'm excited for this one. Let's get things rolling. You are now entering the splash zone. You should probably put your goggles on. You're listening to the Goggles On Podcast, the newest place for your swimming news and knowledge, hosted by Griffin Hadley and William Plum. It's time to dive into the sport of swimming from the athlete's perspective. Let's put our goggles on. All right, everybody. So welcome to the Goggles On Podcast, episode two. I mean, it's awesome to see the love already for episode one. It's not like... We're trying to get like thousands of viewers and we're not getting thousands of viewers, but like just the love from our friends and our family and teammates and future teammates. Uh, we really do appreciate everybody that's listened and given feedback. Um, I will say make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and go follow us on um, social media. All you have to do is go to our Instagram, Goggles on Pod, and there is a link in our bio that will literally take you to everything that you need. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Anchor, you name it, you can find it in that link tree. So that is the place you want to be. And today, Will, we have a good one. We have so many amazing interviews that I'm looking forward to. Some of Indiana's elite, some of our training partners, some some athletes that have just so many cool hobbies as well. Yeah. So I'm excited for this one. I'm very excited just to get everyone's perspective on what's happened in the past year from COVID to recruitment to swimming at Olympic trials. Just that atmosphere that comes with swimming at such a high level. And then we have some of the other swimmers like swimming at high school sectionals or yeah. uh, speedo sectionals. We kind of have that elite level. But we also kind of dive into that level where you're still training like an elite athlete, yeah. but you're not quite at that Olympic trial level yet. You got it. I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped because we got some great questions, and then also you never know what answers you're going to get. So I'm just so excited to listen to these guys. I mean, we have Kyle Ponsler from Fishers, who just made the national junior team, Christina Pegel um, from Bloomington, who swims for Indiana Swim Club. She swam at Olympic trials, and then also... Our teammates, Madeline Christman and Ryan Malicki, who swim at Carmel Swim Club and Carmel High School, and also our other teammate, Devin Kitchell, who swims at Carmel Swim Club in Zionsville, and also Quinn Sweeney, one of our other teammates at Carmel Swim Club, who swims for Garen Catholic High School. So just all those different environments mixed into one. I'm so um, excited to hear from all of these different athletes who just work so hard throughout the entire year. It's going to be a really good one. And also... I mean, the Olympics are on, and there's no better time to be a swim fan than right now. Yeah, um, even just not even swimming, but like diving or just water sports oh, I in know. general. I love the Olympics. Diving, we were watching diving today with my family, and my mom was a diver, so she can kind of give us the inside scoop like yeah. we do for her and swimming. And so just seeing water sports on the biggest stage and just promoting that across the world, it's really awesome. Yeah, I mean... Without further ado, I think we should just jump right into this. Kyle and Christina Pagel are up first right here on Goggles On. So here we go, our first segment of Goggles On in episode two, and I am now joined by two of Indiana's best, Kyle Ponsler and Christina Pagel. A little bit of background about these two. They swam at the Wave 1 Olympic Trials. Both of them happened to finish in the top two, Kyle in the 400 IM, Christina in the 100 free. Um, they were able to move on to that Wave 2 meet, which was super cool. Um, both of them were named to the national junior team, swimming in Berlin and Budapest here soon. Also, Kyle's an NC State commit. Uh, Christina's staying home in Bloomington and going to IU in a couple of years. But guys, thank you for being on the pod. Uh, I'll get things started with Kyle. This year has been... It's been crazy. So kind of take us through your last year. I mean, trials, COVID, high school, making the national junior team. It's been all over the place. Can you kind of take us through it? Yeah, so I think going through COVID, the whole thing was just trying to stay in shape, stay in shape, stay in shape, because we were out of the water for a while. Right? Yeah. So 
the whole time we were trying to make ways to stay in shape. So like for me, you know, we have one of those Michael Phelps swim spas in my backyard, but it's not like it's so old that it's like so slow. So we had, <laughs> we had to tie a tether to a tree, yeah, and then put a tree like the tether around my waist, and I had to swim against the tether in the swim spa. So just like things like that, getting creative, and then coming out of COVID, it was okay. We've had all this rest. Our body's grown. Our body has recovered definitely to the fullest that it that it would in a long time. So. Uh, the goal is just to get the trial cut. So we go to U.S. Open, knock out two trial cuts. I was honestly shocked of how fast I went coming out of COVID. But, you know, I was also, like I said, so rested. And I had kind of built a foundation back up of training that I could go in and be confident and get the trial cut. And then coming out of that in the high school season, it was just to keep the ball rolling. Um, had a pretty good high school state meet. Um, and then bringing that momentum into Olympic trials. And the goal there, you know, wave one, I knew I wanted to advance to wave two. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was the whole plan going in because at speed of sectionals, I kind of tried and missed the wave two cut. Mm-hmm. And my coach, we sat down and it was, okay, do you want to try and get the wave two cut and go to Des Moines or do you want to try and advance at wave one? And I was like, well, I think the better plan would be just to try and advance wave one because I'd already tapered and it was a week later and I was like a 400 I'm probably not going to keep that endurance right so I go into wave one it was it was a great meet um great experience I think the best part about wave one was the exposure of the younger athletes that you knew weren't going to make an Olympic no I agree I agree you still get like you got the walkouts yeah it was sweet yeah like we got the interviews and like all that stuff and it's just the exposure and I think developing the younger generation of athletes they did a really great job at wave one of and then continuing into wave two the goal was less you know at those meet you still want to try and focus on your performance right yeah of course it was more about okay I'm seeing these guys make the Olympic team like what do I have to do in the next three years to be able to be in a position to do that and so that was kind of my whole takeaway from olympic trials i thought it was they ran a phenomenal meet for the situation that it was and like i enjoyed it so much so yeah that's right on no i year. agree with you i thought that i thought the usa swimming did a really good job and christina obviously you went through the same process so take me through trials take me through your last year what did you think um about that trials experience obviously you got to swim at both meets as well and then you obviously you had a, high, a successful high school state along the way yeah so last year because of covid like we my brother and i we swim in the lake like all through march and april and a little bit of may and then we only got into the pool until like late june and then um during that time we were also our club was looking for a new head coach Mm -hmm. and so we finally got one in august but then um the we weren't allowed to swim in the high school pools for the entire year like our club so we were stuck swimming at the y um like late at night from like 7 30 to 9 30 p.m and then we could only do um practices for like five days throughout the whole week um so that was pretty rough and then um but the high school situation was a lot better because like we could still have our normal practice times and stuff which was good and then um so when we got our new head coach chip klein um as soon as he got here he was like okay so your goal for um, this year is to get these Olympic trial cuts, and Sweet. we're going to try to go for the 1500 and 200. And then, so at US Open, I went and I tried for all three of them, and then I missed the 50 by like 0.08 or something. Uh, and yeah. then I got the 100, which was good. And so, um, yeah, and then moving forward, we went to the winter junior meet that was at Fishers, yep. and I tried for the 50 again, and then I missed that three times. But then it's a 50, it's, right? Yeah. So then in Speedo sectionals, I finally got the cut, and then we were like, okay, so we're going to, like, stop here, and we're just going to train through trials. And then, um, yeah, so we going into trials, like, my goal definitely was to go to Wave 2, and, like, I wanted to advance to Wave 2. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, at that, like, during Wave 1, it was very much more, like, focused, and then once I got to wave two, it was more of like seeing what you could do better, like yeah. like race preparation and like I don't know, like how to prepare 
yourself for like these types of races. Yeah, I gotcha. And so then like wave two was more of like also watching the other swimmers and elite swimmers and then seeing like what they do before their races um, and then like how they are like before they make the Olympic team and stuff. So soaking it yeah. all in, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so we we dove into the last year. Let's take a backtrack a little bit. I'm kind of interested to know when did you guys really start thinking about you know what the sport of swimming is for me. I really want to pursue this. I really want to excel because obviously both of you guys are moving on to the next level, swimming in college. Uh, you have your senior year next year, and then obviously in the fall of 2022, we'll be uh, starting out at NC State and IU. So. Kyle, I'll start with you. When did you really, when did you really know swimming was was the place for you to be? I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but Griffin mentioned I am a mediocre basketball player. <laughs> so um, I played a ton of sports growing up, um, basically everything that you can name. Um, I played basically all the way through eighth grade high mm-hmm. school. Um, I stopped and I decided, okay, like I I need to focus on just swimming. I know what it takes to like get to the next level like you were saying and yep. how much time commitment um energy commitment any anything that you know mentally physically how much i needed to give to get to that next level and i just figured like i can't really multitask with different sports yep. and still get to that same result that i wanted to get to so during high school i decided okay like i'm just gonna swim mm-hmm. and every once in a while i'll still you know play an au tournament of or course like something like that just to you know, not get burned out and just, you know, have a little fun with uh, different friends that I've had over the years. And so I'll still do a little bit of that, but I'm, you know, definitely focused on just the swimming and have been since eighth grade. Right on. And Christina, how about you? The only sport I uh, did other than swimming was gymnastics. And I started that probably when I was like four or five with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then I did it until I was nine. And then um, one of my best friends uh, was in swimming and she kind of got me into it and my parents were like okay like how about you try this because like <laughs> yeah. in gymnastics like you never see like a tall girl in gymnastics and I was really that's tall true. for my age that and is so true. like they didn't see me getting anywhere with that sport so they were like okay how about you try swimming instead and so um I got into swimming lessons and then I started doing swimming and then at first I hated it and I was like no like I hate this sport like every day I came home from practice I was like mom like I want to quit like I hate it the pool is cold it's so boring blah blah blah. but then like I don't know like when the season went by it got more fun and like having your friends there especially it it made it more fun and I think like once I was like around 11 or so like that's when I got like um my first state cut in the 50 free and I Mm -hmm. was like oh okay so like this is cool and so (laughs) then I started taking it more seriously it's fun when you go fast right yeah so uh diving in to this next part the the episode is titled Carmel versus the world and I love this perspective that you guys offer because obviously Kyle you swim for Fishers and Christina, you swim in Bloomington, Um, and I think that Indiana high school swimming is a little bit different than the rest of the country because it is a winter sport, but I think that the culture of swimming statewide is super strong, and I think that everybody respects each other by bringing their best to that state meet in February, as well as the rest of the season. I think that um, we race each other throughout the year. Like I remember swimming zones with Kyle when you were just 12, so kind of take me through your experience in the high school side of things this year was by far the best year that our high schools had in high school swimming and our school history and I think you know going back freshman year um, we finished fifth at the state meet yeah a lot of controversy surrounding that if you can remember (laughs) um, with everything that kind of went down through that season so it wasn't you know the most normal freshman year that you know you could probably have but at that meet you know we got fifth I believe and uh, it was the highest place we'd ever gotten in school history and then bring that to the next year just trying to get better we got fourth probably should have got third because of a DQ on a medley relay that should have been called but you know it's all right we came back and the next year the goal was okay how do we get a trophy how do we get a ring we wanted that ring last year didn't get it 
but coming back, we knew we brought back basically everyone. Yeah. And we knew, you know, you guys were un- untouchable, basically. But uh, it, we were looking, okay, it's us, Chesterton, Zionsville. We knew that they had a lot of great swimmers and a lot of depth. So it was, okay, how can we beat these guys? And going in that st- state meet, our team was, we executed very well from the start, from the medley relay. Our guys had basically all four of them yeah. had tapered the week before broke our school record by a second and a half and we're like oh my goodness and they got seated like eighth or seventh or something like that Mm -hmm. and we're like okay just please do that again and then they went half a second faster next week and uh, made it top eight so we started out just like killing it and um then you know we later into the meet when we got our swims the distance swims the distance we are definitely known for that the fishers Um, the fishers bread and butter yes yes we're known for that and um so we just executed super well broke like five or six different school records yeah. along the way and it was a great experience to be able to finally hold the trophy it felt so good and especially after the year before and we were so happy to have it yeah I mean I, I just remember talking to you on deck a little bit and and you guys were so locked in from the beginning of the meet and it was so fun to see so many guys just with that determination of that goal and you guys from the moment were like we want to get some hardware. We want to get that runner-up trophy. We want to compete for a state championship. So it was awesome um, at the end of the at the end of the day to see you guys like carry that out and, and really perform. So I remember that meet, and it was a really fun experience statewide. And Christina, obviously, you slam two weeks before we did at the girls' meet um, in your junior year. But obviously, you've this is the third year you've competed. So take me through your experiences a little bit. Um. Well, so like our team is very small, and so like our goal is to always win sectionals and then also try to bring as many people to state. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like this year, we did really well, I think, as a team too. Even though we had, like, we had had like a lot of like swimming, like high school drama with like different like coaching changes and stuff. But um, like we were able to bring um, all three of our relays to state, which was good. And then two of them, or no, one of them finaled, and then the other one was close to finaling, but we ended up getting ninth in the four free. Yeah. But, I mean, like, overall, like, high school state is, like, a really fun, like, experience, especially, like, trying to bring as many girls from our small team to state together. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, that's awesome. And so now we'll dive into a couple swimming questions, a couple – quicker answers but if you guys could have one walkout song obviously this year with covid we were kind of robbed of walkout songs at the state meet right so we didn't get to pick it they kind of just picked it for the top seeds this year but if you guys could have a walkout song any walkout song will and i talked about if you could have a walkout song for a time trial to make the olympic team what would it be but if you guys could have a time trial for any race or or excuse me a walkout song for any race what would it be and why kyle i'll start with you if it doesn't have to be clean i'll probably choose some like going bad by drake or <laughs> there you go because and meek mill because i don't know i think it just it gets me going like it, I always listen to that before I swim because I know it's just it's faster tempo it gets mm-hmm. my blood flowing so probably just something like that Christina mine would be Poker Face by Lady Gaga Lady Gaga like, the beginning of it is just like so like cool and like really I don't know hey great pick yeah. great pick alright next one if you can think of a hardest practice I know there's probably been so many hard workouts that you've done over the past However many years of hard work, you guys have both been so successful over the past year, but also several years in the past. Is there any workout that really stands out? Oh, man. I don't even know of one that stands out. There's a lot of them. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we do like yeah. more aerobic stuff. And then I think one of those from along the way that we've hit like 10K or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just some, something really long. Christina, what about the you? The hardest one I did was probably this 4am set um last summer in Mart when we were in martinsville and i don't know like i suck at stroke and like i can't do <laughs> any stroke other than freestyle so i was literally like drowning and it was like four 200 ims and then like a 400 im like yeah continuous and then it was just a lot of im all right so now we'll jump into the fish out of water questions so a couple fun questions for you guys 
what do you think your favorite non-swimming like pickup game or sport is? So if you have to like go play a game, Kyle, I know you talked about basketball a little bit earlier, but is there anything that if you're going out with a group of friends, what's your go-to? Like if you're like a god on the spike ball net, if that's your go-to. You, you got it. Spike, <laughs> spike, spike ball, I love playing spike ball. Um, I play it every Tuesday and Thursday with some friends. Awesome. It's definitely really fun. Kristen, what about you? Frisbee. Probably. Frisbee. I love Ultimate Frisbee. We used to have Frisbee Fridays back when I was an 11-year-old in our 11-12 training group, and that was my favorite practice of the week. Um, what about an activity outside of the pool? So, like, you got video games, going shopping, hanging out with friends. What's your probably favorite non-swimming activity to try to get away from the water? Because, obviously, we're at the pool for a good amount of time during the week. I'd say mine is every Friday our team goes out to dinner. Yeah. The boys, at least. We go out to dinner. And the boys. Yeah, the boys. And so we'll pick a place, and then we'll go every Friday, and I think that's really fun just to kind of be with the same people but get back from the pool, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Usually, like, every week I drive around with my best friend, like, and we go to, like, I don't know, Chick-fil-A or somewhere, yep. and we just, like, go on a night drive. That's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, a fan favorite or favorite game here on Goggles On is Mario Kart. So we do have this final question. What's your go-to Mario Kart character? If you're trying to win that race, Rainbow Road, what's it going to be? I'm just staying classy. I'm just going to pick Mario. The, the cover athlete? Cover athlete. Great choice. Yeah. I don't know. All right, what's the – I forget his name. What's the the turtle? Is it Yoshi? No, yeah, Yoshi. Yoshi, that's my go-to as well. Hey, I love it. Kyle, Christina, thanks for hopping on the pod with me today. Coming up next, we got Madeline Chrisman from Carmel High School, Devin Kitchell from Zionsville High School, and then we'll also have Ryan Maliki, one of my teammates, joining the pod next. Don't go anywhere. This is Goggles On. I'm now proud to introduce our next guest here on episode two, Madeline Chrisman of Carmel Swim Club and Devin Kitchell of Carmel Swim Club, but also Zionsville High School. A little bit of background on these two. Madeline is a Notre Dame commit heading there next month. She swam at the Wave 2 Olympic Trials, 17th in the 200 backstroke, but also swam the 100 back in 200 IM, so a very impressive summer from Madeline. Um, her times in the yards pool would actually have scored points at ACC's, which is pretty cool. And she's also one of the funniest pe person I know. So <laughs> a little bit about Devin. She's a Michigan commit, class of 2022 in high school. She's a four-time state champ, two-time Indiana Swimmer of the Year, and also a junior national finalist. So a lot of elite swimming from these two. Pretty <laughs> awesome to have them on the pod. Thank you. Hey. I am excited to be here. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you guys. Uh, Devin, how about you just take us through like the last year of swimming with like COVID and you know swimming at trials and state and all of that. Just kind of walk us through what that was like for you. Yeah. Um, so obviously this time last year, our club, we had started training all together as a group again. And something just like personal, I was wrapping up my recruiting season. So... That kind of played a part, in, especially last summer. But um, I just remember being so grateful to be able to get back in the pool mm -hmm. with our entire group. Like, I just, I missed them so much. I missed the sports so much. Um, so we got back practicing pretty regularly. Like, oh my gosh, these two remember we were up at like 445. Forest Park. At, Forest at Park, a, yeah. And especially for me, a pool like 30, 45 oh, minutes yeah, away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Oh my gosh, it was crazy. <laughs> it was early um, in June, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, getting back in the pool, obviously great. And then I feel like pretty quickly high school season started. It seemed like it started earlier than normal. But So I went back to Zionsville, which is obviously where I go to high school, mm -hmm. where I've swam high school season. And it was so different. I mean, I'm sure you all have like felt the high school season how weird it was yeah but um you know it was good it was it was just so different obviously like no team like breakfasts or dinners or the parties that we used to have and stuff like that just a typical like high school swimming stuff obviously kind of got cut but I think it was really good I think my high school team or my group we got a lot closer and I think it paid off really well at the end of the season 
So obviously Swam State did pretty well. State was weird, but you know, it was fun just to like see my Carmel teammates. We got to race, Madeline and I got to race the two I am together. It was really fun. And yeah, came back to Carmel after high school season. Yep. Put in a lot of work, still putting in all the work. And yeah, and then oh, trials, obviously. So trials was a month ago. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a month mm-hmm. ago. Um it was a very up and down experience. Lots of ups, lots of downs. I was in wave one. Obviously, Mad was in wave two. So, yeah, Griff and I were together in wave mm-hmm. one. Um, it was really good. Like, I really loved the group I traveled with. Obviously, it was me, Griff, Gus, and the Shackles. Yep. And I feel like we had a really good time. It was just... Um, like swimming at that stage is like nothing I could have been prepared for and I don't I'm not gonna like it was a great experience and I'm so happy I was able to go but like it was just like nothing else I had ever done like I I had done futures I had done juniors I had done high school state I'd done all that but it like it was so different but it was awesome just getting to compete against so many different people you know especially in Indiana you kind of feel like you know everyone so, um, Olympic trials, it was awesome, but a lot, I learned a lot from it, came back, worked hard, got to watch Mad and Barrett and Jake obviously kill it in wave two mm-hmm. and did do so well. Um, then they came back and now we're getting ready for our end of season meet. And, yeah. Yeah. And Devin, don't sell yourself short. I mean, <laughs> you made finals at trials. You had a great swim. I mean, you're super hard on yourself, but I think you handled the moment really well I think the six of us as a whole just attacked it um, as a group and as a unified team and I think that's what made that experience so special and I mean coming back and being able to share that experience and then watch Madeline obviously compete um, at wave two the next week was also really fun because we knew what she was about to go through Um, and I think that helped because we could come home and share the knowledge and um, I thought that made that whole month, even though it was kind of a weird start to the summer. I mean, we had so many meets. We had the swim over spring break. We went yeah. to Texas. I mean, just the amount of obstacles and amount of different things we were doing compared to a normal May and June um, was completely different. But I mean, Madeline, I'm excited to hear your experience a little bit because obviously you went to a different meet and your year has looked different um, from Devin and from mine and from Will. So do you want to just backtrack a little bit and go into your last year. Yeah, of course. Um, I would say mine's pretty similar to Devin Mm -hmm. up until about high school season since she goes to a different school. Since I obviously swim with you and Will during the high school year, um, it obviously was pretty different just because of COVID and all that stuff. Of course. But it was still super fun. We like made do with what we had. And then we also had our um, like mid-season meet. Mm -hmm. In the winter, and that's where I think I did really well, and that was kind of the start of, I guess, a good year for me. Yeah. And then, so after that meet, we had high school state, where I got to race against Devin, and that was really fun. <laughs> I love racing against Devin. And then, after that, we had our sectional meet, which is where I got um, another... Mm, what was it one or two yeah I mean so you picked up that 200 IM because yeah, I remember I helped yeah. you get home on the freestyle a yes bit. yes <laughs> kind of standing next to me like waving and I was like just go <laughs> just go um and so we had that meet and that's where I also did really well at yeah. that meet and so it gave me a lot of confidence going into trials mm-hmm. just because I did have such a good meet and I just felt really prepared for trials and I was really excited I got to watch you guys first and when you guys came back, it was nice, like, having you guys to ask questions to and, like, kind of figure out how the meet all worked. And then um, trials was super fun, not only because, like, it was fun for what I was doing, but getting to watch Barrett and Jake. And Definitely. I was so lucky that I got, got to watch Jake's 400 free um, time trial. Yeah. Which was so cool, and like Griffin said in the last podcast, he was FaceTiming me like yeah. five times <laughs> yeah. after the race to ask me how, or to ask me to see Jake. <laughs> so he I'm, didn't want to see me. Just I'm sure I faced you, timed you too. Yeah, yeah, so did Devin. We were just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, just got back in the pool, have been training, and then getting ready for our uh, national mm-hmm. meet in, what is it, a week? Yeah, a week or so from now, this will be coming out yeah. when we're so when we're competing. Oh, right next week, but <laughs> scary. but yeah, we've been we've been getting ready to go. 
Yeah, I got a couple things for you guys. Um, Devin, I want to backtrack to your recruitment. Um, me and Madeline and Griffin are all in, going to college next year, and you're going to be a senior. What was that like recruitment like when COVID hit and like you, you know, you can't really communicate with the coaches that much, like face to face. Like, how was that for you, like going through that process? It was definitely different um, because obviously I had watched like Griffin, Mad, you, like everyone else go through recruiting. So I kind of had an already idea what it was supposed to be. And then obviously COVID hit. So that all flew out the window. But (laughs) I, I honestly really loved recruitment. Um. But it was so insanely different. Obviously, solely phone calls. Yep. Visits were just not a thing, at least when I was doing it. Um, Obviously, now it's opening back up, but visits were not a thing. Like, Zoom calls, lots of Zoom calls. What are are your thoughts on Zoom calls? You know, um, (laughs) (laughs) a little tired of them. A little tired of them. But, you know, we made do with what we had, exactly. And... It was just so different, like, meeting the team, but meeting the team kind of in a different atmosphere. Like, it was, it really was a lot of yourself, like, putting yourself out there, because, I mean, a lot of people reach out and da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. but I remember making a point of, like, reaching out to girls on the team and being just like, hey, can we talk? Can we FaceTime? Can I just get to know you? Because, obviously, that time, like, one-on-one time that mm-hmm. I would have had on a visit or anything else was right. kind of stripped away. But I was... Pretty. I actually made my decision pretty early. Yeah. I committed in like September, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I committed to Michigan. Yeah. Go Michigan. Go Blue. And yeah, very confident with my choice. Can't wait to go. I'm a little jealous of you all getting to go already <laughs> and leaving me here for another year. But that's okay. Yeah. I think um, we've we've gone over COVID. We've gone over the last year trials and training and everything like that. Let's backtrack a little bit. I'm interested to see, when did you guys really take swimming seriously? I talked to Kyle and Christina a little bit about it. Their stories were awesome. Christina was trying gymnastics, but oh got God. a little too tall. Little She's too so tall. tall. That's but but yeah, I'm like interested to see for you guys. I'll start with you, Madeline. When did you really know that swimming was going to be for you? I mean, you've chosen four more years of it. Yes. When, when did you decide? Um, I'd say, like, growing up, obviously, I played, a, like, every sport. Yeah. Both my parents uh, played sports in college. My dad swam and my mom played volleyball. Mm-hmm. So they got me in those. I played swimming, volleyball, soccer, basketball. Mm-hmm. My favorites, though, out of those were basketball, swimming, volleyball, and those were the ones I did the longest. And I played volleyball up until my freshman year of high school, and that's when I kind of had to, you know, pick yeah. my pick the sport that I wanted to be the best at. And... Swimming was kind of the obvious choice for me just because I was better at it and just I felt I had more opportunities in that sport. So I'd say probably around freshman year was when I like really started to take it seriously, but I had always loved it since I was like seven years old. Gotcha. Devin, what about you? Yeah, so similar to Madeline, my parents both were collegiate athletes. My mom swam and my dad played baseball. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I have two older siblings that both swam. So I was put in lessons real early, like seven, eight, whatever. Yeah. And then just like Madeline, I played about every sport I possibly could. (laughs) I, let's see. Yeah. I was always playing. I was always a swimmer. I played softball for a really long time, soccer, volleyball, dabbled in cheerleading a little bit um, (laughs) for a year or two there. I know. Different. Short-lived career. A short-lived, quite short-lived. We still dab it, dabble in it up. I mean, sometimes. once in a while. Um, but I'd say it was around late middle school. Yeah. Was when because I played softball for a really long time mm-hmm. too, um, and yeah, it was just realizing that okay, practices are becoming a bit more demanding. You know, going to practice every day is now kind of a standard. And it became, you know, I love the water. I love my teammates. And I just, I decided I wasn't going to get in softball like the next year. And I just swimming in and out. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now kind of moving on to like high school. Like I know you guys, like Devin, you went to, you go to Zionsville still. Mm -hmm. And Madeline, you moved from Cathedral Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. So what was it like swimming for Zionsville for you, Devin? I don't know if Cathedral had a swim team or not. Did they? Uh, they had one. I did not swim, though. Okay. They okay. didn't have their own pool. Like, you'd have to drive to the gnat in the morning if you wanted to swim. The gnatatorium? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, Madeline, how was that, like, coming to Carmel? Mm-hmm. And, like, 
um, transitioning mm-hmm. to the high school season? Yeah, so obviously I went to Cathedral my freshman year just because that was kind of the easier choice at the time. I didn't swim yep. at Carmel at the time. I swam for a club, Fishers, which was just like 15 minutes from here. Um, and I grew up going to Catholic school, so Cathedral just seemed like the easier choice, mm-hmm. Catholic school too. Um, and then I switched clubs to Carmel. When was that? Probably April or May mm-hmm. of that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really started fitting in around June, yeah. right? Yeah, I didn't talk at all for the first like three weeks I was here. But once I kind of realized how much I loved Carmel, um, I decided that I wanted to switch schools too because just the high school team was, was something that I had always looked up to and something that I always you know, kind of wanted to be a part of since I didn't get a swim my freshman year, yeah. like high school-wise. And it was just, I knew it was something special, and I felt like I would be stupid to not do it in a way. So then after that, swam with Carmel the past three years, and mm-hmm. I've loved every second of it. Like, I got to meet all my best friends, mm-hmm. and it gave me so many opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten to have otherwise. So, yeah. And I think that move, like, I mean, the theme of this episode really is high school swimming, right? Around the state of Indiana. I mean, high school swimming is a huge deal and not taken lightly in Indiana like it is in some other places. Yeah. I think that move that you made it almost helped that acclimation of coming to the swim club a little bit easier because that high school environment is something that i would say you really can't trade for the world so it's pretty awesome um and then like switching gears on the polar opposite devin swims for carmel swim club but also has a great track record of her own in in the high school pool so devin do you want to take us through your high school experiences just a little bit going with the theme of the episode yeah um i think Let's see. So yeah, freshman year was a big change for me because unlike Madeline, I grew up in Carmel Swim Club. Like, I mean, gosh, I knew you when we were like nine. Like, (laughs) I've been here forever. So yeah, moving to Zionsville was a really like big move for me. And it was really different, like having to do something completely different. I mean, I bet Madeline could talk about like moving any kind of club, like any kind of training is really difficult. Yeah. But so freshman year was a lot of me just like getting my footing. Like obviously being a freshman, you kind of don't know what's going on in the best of circumstances. (laughs) But, um, you know, sophomore year got a lot better. I kind of found my place on the team and kind of found like the role I wanted to take being on the team. And yeah, started training really well, was training really well at Carmel and at Zionsville. And it kind of took in a like an adjustment in my mindset for sure, but I think one that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I love high school season. I'm really, really looking forward to it this year. It's so much fun. Like the energy, it's just so like big and like quick and fun and I love Mm -hmm. it. So yeah, I'm really excited. I love high school season. Obviously it's difficult being away from my club teammates, but it's also kind of exciting to be on a new team and being like, have something new and different for like three four months of the year yeah so yeah i got one other question for you two being in the position that i am um how was it to have my dad as your coach <laughs> for the last couple of years and because he never actually coached me yeah. so i'm interested to hear it from you guys especially like you guys can say whatever you guys want to i don't really care honestly i loved it chris was always someone that i had like you know, looked up to, role modeled in the swimming world, just because you hear so much about Carmel Swim Club. And when I first came here, I was terrified of your dad. That's, that's the reaction. Absolutely that terrified. <laughs> um, like, I did not talk to him. I only <laughs> talked to the girl coach. And he, he, like, asked her if I ever talked. Like, that's how much I didn't talk. Yeah. But now, Chris is one of my favorite coaches I've ever had. You make and him laugh all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really just... Oh, making Chris laugh is like the biggest like <laughs> compliment, biggest yes. compliment ever. Um, yeah, but honestly, I love it. You know, he can be hard sometimes, but oh, I yeah. think that's what makes him such a good coach. I think um, I know Griffin and Gus were scared of him when they moved into his group. <laughs> just a little bit, terrifying. even though they knew him for like four or five years. It's just because it was yeah, it was Mr. It's the coach now. Yeah. It's not yeah. just your friend's dad. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, so. Yeah, so we we got through the tough ones, you guys. So maybe we'll jump into a couple couple quicker swimming based questions, but they are fun ones. So when I was talking to Kyle and Kristen, I was like, "All right, so we got robbed of our walkout songs at high school state this year." 
if you had the race of your life, and I staged it as if you had a time trial mm-hmm. to make the Olympic team, <laughs> what would your walkout song be? And Devin, Madeline, whoever knows it, go first. I'm say mine would be Fireball by Pitbull. There you go. I <laughs> love the energy. Mr. You know, 305. You know me. I'm dancing all the time. I'm singing loudly. I don't really care. And... I just love that song. So, yeah. Um, Mine would be I'm Bad by LL Cool J. (laughs) Classic. Uh, I love that song just because I love Michael Jordan and it was in Last Dance. There you go. You have to choose that one. Absolutely. Yeah, what was the hardest practice that you guys have done? That you There's been a lot remember? of them. Yeah. Is there one, even in the last year, is there one that you can put, or even a type of practice that you can just put your finger on and be like, that, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I have one from when I was younger. Yeah. Like 11, 12 at Fisher's, we had to do 10 200s fly long course. Because oh. we had complained about doing 75s the night before. Oh. And Mom, it was yeah. absolutely terrible. Mine's definitely... Any aerobic I am practices your father. That's writes. true. That's true. <laughs> like doing it Devin with her, I, like it, it's PTSD. Yes. I look at that practice and like, I'm like, oh. Devin and I have to look at each other and be like, it's okay. We can do this. We can make it. But one specific practice, because Carmel coaches love this practice. Oh, it's no. the um, actually we haven't done it in a year or two. I hopefully oh, it's gonna come. Yeah, back. if no, any coach is listening no. to this, never, bre- never. I don't. I it's hate okay. this practice. Madeline and I are on the way out. Yeah. It's the um. We used to call it like King of the Hill. Like it was 100 IM, 100 free, and you would descend intervals. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's oh like a challenge. Oh my gosh. And then if you like miss one, you gotta like. It was my least favorite thing ever because obviously I'm an IMer. I, I normally 100 IMs are pretty solid for me. So and you last a long time. So I set. last a long yeah. time and oh God, it's terrible. I hope you realize that. that I know. We'll yeah. be making it a Mr. tomorrow. <laughs> Mr. Chris, I'm so sorry. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. All right, so. We, we, I think we got the sport of swimming on lock. Maybe we'll do a couple fun questions, some fish out of water questions. All right, so if you have a favorite non-swimming pickup game or sport where you need to dominate, what is it and why? Um, I would say volleyball or, well, it's still volleyball, beach volleyball. We played that a lot oh, last yeah, yeah. year. Girls versus boys, we got destroyed, but it, it was because I wasn't there. Your so. serve. So, yeah. My serve really comes in clutch during that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine's softball. I played it for so long. It's yeah. still pretty natural. So, yeah. All right. What about, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sport, but what about your favorite activity outside of the pool? We spend so many hours at the pool, <laughs> yeah. in the pool, around the pool. We choose to sw- spend so much time around each other. <laughs> what would what would your get away from the pool activity be? Your number one. Um, strangely enough, I guess be hanging out with each other. Still, <laughs> that's all we Fair do. Enough. We get out it's of like practice. After practice, I tech, like want to go get dinner, and then we just like hang out in their car. Yep, we get dinner. Fair right. enough. We yeah. walk. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's I mean, all we do. Okay, I'll let Will take over for this all last right. one. Goggles on favorite right here. <laughs> oh. If you had a Mario Kart race. And everything's on the line. Like, I don't know how much. Just anything. Everything. Anything and everything. Who's your go-to character to win the race? Yoshi. Baby Peach. And why? I'm, I'm unbeatable. When I'm with them, when I'm enough, Yoshi, I'm enough. unbeatable. Um, baby Peach, she's cute. <laughs> and she gets things done. So hey, Just like you. Yeah, hey, just like me. She's cute and gets these things done. I mean, what a way to end it. Devin, Madeline, thank you, my, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Stay right here. We have so many more amazing guests right around the corner. This is episode two of Goggles On. All right, so I'm now proud to welcome one of my teammates on the guys team at Carmel, Ryan Maliki, an incoming senior and future leader of the boys team. Um, a little bit of background about Ryan. He is the defending state champion in the 100-yard breaststroke school record. Pretty great swim from Ryan there in February. He's also an Olympic trials qualifier in the 100 breast, national public high school relay record a couple years back, so fastest time ever done by a public high school. Pretty cool as well. And he's also a Notre Dame commit, just like Madeline. Go Irish. Ryan, thanks for being on the pod. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I kind of want to start off with, I just want to jump right into this. What's the difference between swimming at like, you know, like a regular high school meet, okay, then you got a club meet, high school state, and then trials? Because I'm interested, what is it like swimming in that big stadium after you've just swum at Carmel Swim Club, like, inter-squad meets? Like, what does that feel like? Um, I'd say the difference was drastic. 
Um, I remember at our first meet after quarantine, like the we did hundreds of each stroke, yep. and there was no rest in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember walking to the pool, and I was like, okay, this will be fun. Not big, not a big deal. We'll just go fast, race the guys. And then trials, like walking out for that, sitting in the ready room, staring at guys, like slapping their chests, slapping their legs and stuff. Yeah. It was very frightening. Oh, yeah, um, sure, yeah. And when they walk you out there, you're standing behind your block, watching the heat in front of you finish. And then you look up there, and they go down the lanes, and you see yourself on the Jumbotron, and it's like, wow, like, I've made it this far. It makes, like, the Carmel meets feel like practice, honestly. Yeah, that's good. How many spectators were, like, at pre-runs for Um, It was mostly just parents and coaches. I'd say it was probably, like, a thousand. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was probably, like, a thousand or maybe right around there, but it, it felt like there weren't very many people there just because it holds as many as Banker's Life Fieldhouse downtown where yeah. the Pacers play. So... When we swam, like, if you've ever been to an NBA game or even a college game, the Jumbotron that's above half court was above the middle of lane four. (laughs) So what Ryan's getting at is pretty incredible. I mean, like, the crazy thing that that is your last year is that you started with an inner squad at Carmel High School where you just swam hundreds of stroke (laughs) in a yards pool with no warm-up warm-down, and then look back a couple months later it's like we move through we do our mid-season meet at the high school and then you're swimming at the shy health center in omaha in front of a ton of spectators and college coaches and future teammates former teammates current teammates right so i mean i think you described it pretty well and i think that um i do want to ask you a little bit more about your last year like Obviously, COVID was a big factor um, for the guys' team as well as the girls that they described. And you also had to deal with recruiting, um, but your experiences were different than the girls as well as Kyle and Christina. So can you take us through that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So right when quarantine started, we obviously didn't have any pool access. And we, or personally, me and my brother, we would go and like run up and down a hill at West Park, which is by our house. Our dad kind of made us do that. Um, <laughs> But once we got into Ethan Johns' backyard pool, yep. and when he set all that up, which was amazing, um, we swam two times a day, and I swam with Wyatt Davis, Jake Mitchell, and AJ Robertson. And normally, we usually got there, we would usually play water basketball to warm up, and then <laughs> we would usually get into like a main set. The hardest one I remember doing, it was me, Wyatt, and Jake, because AJ was just, he didn't feel like doing it. Um, we did threshold in that 17-yard pool, and it was awful, because yeah. the waves were insane. Oh, yeah. Um, but learning how to do it in that pool made doing a threshold set at Carmel honestly way easier because you're like, if I can do this something next to two national junior team members, like doing it in your own lane will be a piece of cake. Yeah. And then once we got back to Carmel practicing at like Forest Park and Woodland Country Club, I think it was really great to have the guys all back together and then get that sense of community back. And then once high school season started, I think this year was probably the most together our team has ever been, given that we were so divided for most of the summer. And then over the summer, we also played sports a lot. I know, yep. Will, you organized that a lot. Yeah. And that was super fun. Um, but this high school season, I think I realized that this was the year that I had a chance to win something and become a major like factor in the yeah. team. Um, and I think something Chris and I always talked about, he was like, is don't be afraid to like go out there and be the best. Um, I think he did a great job of like instilling that confidence in me that it's okay to like go out there and try to beat everyone even though you're only a junior. Yeah, and have that confidence. Yeah, exactly. And I think this year was all about just having the confidence to do that. And then this upcoming senior year, just building off of that. For sure. Yeah, so let's kind of backtrack to your early swimming career. What was it like when you started swimming? And then when did you say, okay, I really want to do this? So I didn't start swimming until I was like 10 and a half, 11. And before that, I played, like, every sport imaginable, like football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I originally only started swimming to stay in shape because I was a little chunky back then. <laughs> um, big boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I originally, I started in Imagination 2 with John Ranacek, and I remember I would refuse to do flip turns, um, pull on the lane line all the time. I was not the best swimmer when I started. Not the best streamliner. Yeah. That <laughs> didn't end until freshman year. Um <laughs> And then I got moved up to challenge or Imagination 1 because we would practice, like, we'd have Monday Tuesdays. I don't know if you remember those. Yep. But yep. there we played games in the gym. It was super fun. But then I got moved up into Voyager 1 with Rhiannon. And then that was when I still refused to do flip turns. And then I started visiting Challenge 2 twice a week with TJ. 
And then I finally got moved into Challenge 2 for only about six months. And I remember everyone else in Challenge 2 got moved into HP, or not HP, Challenge, challenge 1, and I didn't. And I was like, oh, God, like, I'm the 13-year-old in Challenge 2. Like, this is weird. Um, but then I finally got moved into Challenge 1. And I remember, Griffin, you were 14. Will, you were in that group as well. Mm-hmm. And then when you guys went to high school, it was just me and Ricky Wasi. And I was like, oh, I got to get to HP now. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember that. And that whole year was honestly a struggle. Um, until the summer, that's when I got my four cuts. And two of them were by, like, three one-hundredths of a second. So it was pretty close. And then when I finally got into HP my freshman year, I was the only guy, which is yeah. our only freshman guy, yeah. which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that group of guys was awesome. They took me under their wing from the get-go, and I think that was a really positive experience. And then my sophomore year, that's when I finally got like a solid spot on the team in the sectional lineup, because my freshman year, I only started the 100 breaststroke, and then I kind of wiggled my way onto the medley relay. Yeah. Um, and then my sophomore year was a 2IM, 100 breast, and then the medley relay, and the 2 free relay. And that was really fun. And then this year, my junior year, I think, like what he talked about with Chris, yeah. that was like the sense of confidence and don't be afraid to go out there and do your best. And then that ultimately ended with the state championship. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a great segue into um, my next question. Like my next point of emphasis with you, Ryan, is that like we've been going with the theme of high school swimming around the state of Indiana. I mean, we've interviewed some of Indiana's elite here today it's pretty cool to see the different perspective i mean we've had like three or four different high schools already on the podcast today and i think it hits home a little bit more with you because obviously we're all all three of us were teammates um and you have that perspective of swimming for the carmel guys team and that strong culture so take me through a little bit more specifically your high school experiences um and your view of indiana high school swimming as a whole I think Indiana is probably one of the most competitive high school states yeah. out there. And I know a lot of people always give Indiana kind of crap for like, oh, high school swimming is so serious. <laughs> like it's more important than club swimming. In other states, it's not like that. Um, but I think that with Carmel, we're a super close group of guys, and that pays dividends when it comes to the championship season. Um, and I think that allows us to trust each other when we're behind the blocks and know that everyone's going to do their job to get the result we wanted. Um, and I think... My freshman year, I think our guys, we were obviously super close all three years I've been a part of the team. But my freshman year, I was kind of shy the first four months. And then at Winter Invite in January, (laughs) Alec DeLong, he started calling me Big Chungus. And that's when I kind of got accepted into the group. And everyone called me Chungy, and they still call me that. Um, I think ever since then, just becoming more confident and like having friends on the team, not being able or not being afraid to talk to everyone, I think that has been a really big part of my high school career so far. Cool. All right, so now we'll jump into our couple of swimming questions. Yeah, so let's give you a hypothetical scenario here. Let's say in three years, for some reason, you're in the same spot that Jake Mitchell was. You're about to do 100 breaststroke by yourself. The whole stadium's full because COVID doesn't exist anymore, right? Mm -hmm. What are you walking out to? 17,000 strong. What song are you walking out to? Um, this is not going to come as a surprise to people, but it'd probably be Butterfly Effect by Travis <laughs> Scott. All right. One of the biggest Travis Scott fans there probably is yeah, right here. Probably. All right. So we asked the girls about this, um, earlier and obviously we've had some doozies over the years. If there's something that comes to mind, what do you think is that hardest workout? What is that workout that you dread? You don't want to do again? <laughs> It'd easily be a Rhiannon IM set that I know Griffin did. I think I know what you're talking about. It was a two four six eight four six two hundred IM <laughs> with four twenty fives IM order fast in between, and there was kickout boobies at like ten. Yeah. And I'm not very good at kickout boobies, um, and that was definitely the hardest practice of my life. I remember looking over Wyatt Davis got out and started cramping in the middle of it. Yep. I was swimming next to Sean Sullivan and. He was so far behind. I feel like it was like Sean and you and Wyatt plus like me and Gus and Jake. Yep. And I remember <laughs> I remember Rhiannon had extra papers because yep. she was like, you're going to want to take this one home. And it's still on my bulletin board in my room because two, four, six, eight, six, four. You know when a 400 IM feels short that <laughs> you got you yeah. a hefty workout on your hands. All right, enough about swimming. So, fish out of water questions. Favorite non-swimming pickup game or sport 
I guess it may involve water for you. I'd say either football or water basketball. I tend to get a little aggressive in water basketball. <laughs> just a little. Because um, I don't really shoot. I just dunk it all the time. Um, but it's always a good time playing with the guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so what about like just an activity outside the pool? I know the girls said they just like to hang out. But like, you play any video games? Like, what do you like to do? Um, if I'm not playing Warzone or Grand Theft Auto... I'm usually hanging out with the guys in the group. I know we usually do something every weekend yep. or multiple times in a week. And every time we do something, it's super fun. Right. All right, so this is the question of the podcast today. Race on the line in Mario Kart. <laughs> Who's your character that you're going to saying, I'm going to win this race? I'd have to say Bowser. Wow. Okay. When I was younger, I thought Bowser's, his car had like spikes on the tires and I thought you could pop other people's tires. <laughs> but it was just the car bouncing off each other, but I was convinced that I was popping other people's I, tires. I know what car you're talking about. You too. know what? <laughs> that might be my favorite answer so far today. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Your perspective is priceless. I really appreciate you coming on the pod. We have one more interview here today, so don't go anywhere. This is episode two of the Goggles On podcast. I'm proud to introduce our final guest. Um, he's a speedo sectional qualifier in multiple events, one of my training partners of the past couple years, Quinn Sweeney. Quinn, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Doing well, doing awesome. well. So for you, um, I know you're a couple years younger than me, yep. you're about my brother's age, but we've been training partners for the past couple years. Um, I know you go to Garen Catholic High School, yep. you come swim with Carmel in the summers. So what's that like going from Garen Catholic in the winters and what their practices are like to coming back to Carmel what what's that like for you well it's definitely different especially like the atmosphere yeah you know there's a lot of great people over at Garen like uh, speed wise and just like to be around the great teammates to help me out but I, I don't think it's not the same as Carmel because Carmel like it's just swimming and everyone just swims mm -hmm. for, most, for the most part and at Garen that's not the case all these kids most of them just like they play all the sports you know but it's still it's still great but I think the biggest difference is you know Carmel we have the one pool that we swim at Carmel High School yeah. Garen we don't have a pool <laughs> so this last year we were all over the place you know we were out at Forest Park until you know December the end of December uh, we were at the Jewish Community Center um, we were at a few, couple different high schools, so it was, it was crazy. I think that's the biggest difference, like just being all over the place and scrapping for pool time. But other than that, like the training, we do a lot of similar sets, um, uh, a lot of similar, just like type type like skill work yeah. at practice. You know, it's not it's not like the change is massive. I mean, it's a little bit different, like right. different coaches. But you know, the coaches do a great job. We have a great coach over there. Uh, so yeah, it's it's good for me. So. Yeah. Um, I know that gives you the opportunity to swim at high school sectionals, swimming for Garen, and I don't know if you would get that opportunity at, at Carmel. So what's that like, like racing an Olympian at sectionals? Yeah, it's it's weird because you know I definitely, especially you know the first probably two three years of high school, I wouldn't be on the Carmel team. So it's nice to have that opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to race against those kids. Um, it's it's weird. It's definitely weird, and like you know I'm I'm racing these stupid fast kids that are just absolute animals in the water but you know it, it is crazy um especially I raced Jake Mitchell my freshman year yeah. just got eighth at the Olympics um I, I swam next to him in prelims and I I was scared because like I knew how good he was going into it you know you know I, I had talked to him a lot and uh -huh. not a lot but you know my freshman year and I, I dove in the pool and like I remember I was like on his hip at the first twenty five. I'm like, okay, you know, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm doing all right. And you know, he beat me by like seventeen seconds <laughs> in a two hundred, which uh, which is a lot. So yeah, it's it's definitely scary. But uh, this year I kind of knew what to expect going into that sectional meet. Yeah. And I kind of calmed myself down before that because freshman year I was like my mind is all over the place. You know, like you know, what are these people gonna think of me? Like I'm not as fast as these guys. You know, like I got a lot of pressure on my back. But you know, I kind of. This year was a lot easier for me to just calm down, and I swam well at sectionals this year, and hopefully I can continue the trend during my next few years, a couple years of high school. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of forget that you like you're my brother's age, so yeah. you're like gonna be a junior, yep. and so you've only swam sectionals twice, and mm -hmm. so obviously as a freshman you're probably you know you said you're really scared. So oh yeah, Jake and you know some other kids from Carmel are my teammates. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, going into your junior year now, what do you think 
do you think you can make more of a leadership impact on, let's say, Garen or even Carmel Swim Club now? Yeah, I think Garen especially, you know, we lost almost all of our upperclassmen. As of now, our team's not going to be very big. So, mm-hmm. I don't, like, me and one of my close friends, uh, we're going to have to step it up this year, you know, because last year, you know, we had the two seniors who did a really good job of, like, leading our team. And I think, well, like, verbally, of course, but, you know, with our actions and, like, you know, like, we like to screw around a lot. Like, we still yeah. work hard, we still screw around, and, like, we get our talking tos. And I think that'll have to go away some, you know having to like step it up and show the younger kids like how it's supposed to be and that we need to focus on what we're doing still having fun of course and then over at Carmel you know the senior one training group yeah uh, I think you know you and some of our all, I guess all the seniors they're going to be gone yeah and, you know it, we only have only so many you know upperclassmen this year and I think we're all going to have to step it up like I said with Garen like uh, like physical training wise step it up to show others and then like with our actions and then verbally and like making sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing because I know we've definitely struggled with that in the past and I think that's what we're going to need to do to you know help out our Carmel, our Carmel teammates. Yeah. So, yep. um, now I've trained with you, especially this summer. Mm-hmm. We've kind of battled it out in practice. Um, sometimes I just go behind you because I feel <laughs> like it. But um, yeah. what was like the hardest practice, let's say this summer, that you've done? Because I know – I know how you swim sets, and you yeah. know, we kind of joke about it, but like, yeah. um, those of you who don't know, Quinn likes to take it out pretty well, and then yeah. he's work on the endurance. Let's yeah. just, you know, leave I, it at that. Yeah, I think I've, I've come to find that I'm over 200 and down. Type of <laughs> I think for me, the hardest sets we've done are definitely like the distance sets when we're going for like a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, efforts, but yeah. they're all longer efforts. You know, I do, I do well on the shorter stuff, especially like the IM type swimming, because that's you know what I'm better at. Right. Like the longer freestyle sets, especially this year on like Mondays and Thursdays. You know, they they killed me. They made me. They uh, helped me get stronger mentally and physically, but they killed me. Like the thousands we've done, the yep. multiple five hundreds. When I've I've been out there for the first hundred of a five hundred, yeah. way, way yep. ahead, and then just fading. But you know. We're getting better at that. Those have definitely been the harder ones, though. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember a set we did 12 400s. Oh, yeah, I do remember day, that. I was like, Quinn, you're going to lead round one. And then I kind of caught up to you. And <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you a, a scenario here. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're at high school sectionals, senior year, right? Yeah. And you get first in prelims. What's your walk-up song? Now, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but I'd like to hear your answer. <laughs> you know, music helps me perform. I listen to a lot of music, and there's a lot of different moods I'd be in. So, mm-hmm. for the different, you know, how I'm feeling that day, there's probably three choices. I think probably um, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue is definitely one of my choices. Sweet Home Alabama, because just by Leonard Skinner, you know, gets, gets yep, me going. Yep. Like, it makes me smile. And probably Freebird. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. the song. <laughs> it's a little bit slower, but, you know, it gets me in the zone. So. You have to skip to that uh, guitar, guitar solo. Guitar solo, yeah. yeah. So kind of going into that, like, I know you play the guitar a lot, and mm-hmm. that's, like, one of your hobbies. Yeah. What do you like about that? Uh, like, you know, I swim a lot, you know. Yep. Like, we all, everyone who you've interviewed today does. And um, it's nice to, like, go and just be by myself. And, you know, I just kind of get lost in the music, and it calms me down. And, you know, the slower stuff, I, I usually play at nighttime after swimming mm-hmm. just because it, it calms me down because I'm ready to, you know, do homework or go to bed or whatever I need to do. And then you know, during the day, I do like to rock out, you know, yeah. with the uh, faster and heavier songs. But, you know, it just music in, in general just calms me down and it, and it, gets, me, it gets me ready to go. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to backtrack on a topic real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you, you know, you swam at Garen and... Um, the Carmel team is just like so fast and I think yeah. for those of you who don't really know we have multiple training groups because we have so many people swimming high school or just you know swimming in high school um, so Quinn and I are in a group called Senior One which is below what Griffin and Madeline and Devin and Ryan and all those guys are in they're in HP and they go to Junior Nationals but you know our goals are like speedo sectionals or placing at state swimming yeah. finals at senior state so like Kind of give us a perspective about what it's like to swim in those, you know, where we still work hard. Like yeah. We work really hard, but we're just not quite at the level that some of our teammates are at. Yeah, and I think all of us, you know, especially in senior one, we take much different paths than the kids, you know, in HP, especially the younger ones who, like, shoot up real fast. Yeah. And I, I think for us, especially myself, like, I have to take a step back. I'm like, okay, like, these kids, they're 
great swimmers, and they shot up real fast, especially some of the younger kids, like I just said. But yeah, you know, you gotta like your 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 outcomes that you want, or your goals, like they'll come. Just like trust the process, and like mm-hmm. keep doing what you what your coaches and you know. Uh, mentors, family, that what they're helping you, what they're telling you to do, not telling you, but like guiding you. And I think, it's been, like for me, uh, that has helped me not worry so much about like where the other people are at. Yeah. But setting, you know, mastery goals for myself instead of, you know, the other goals like, oh, I, I need to be better than that person. Right. Like, I need to be with them. No, get yourself better, and then eventually you'll be able to compete with, you know, higher level swimmers right I completely agree with you I know I've been through that mm-hmm. I know what you're what you're talking about like we had some kids in our group freshmen who like shot up real quick mm-hmm. and uh, one of our good friends almost made the junior national team yeah. like just shot up mm-hmm. in his times um, but yeah um, Quinn what are you what are you expecting these next couple of years in high school um, well I have a lot of personal goals for myself you know obviously I'd like to score points at the high school state get get out of sectionals mm-hmm. um, and just honestly just get myself better every day and not worry like I said earlier not worry about you know what other people are doing just focus on what I can do to get myself better and then on performance day or like race day um, like just give them the best race that you have for that day and not and not get caught up in like, you know, I have to do this like right yeah. now. Like you'll have other opportunities. Like if you if you don't get have a great race that day, just short memory. Focus on the next one. I think that's what I want to work on the next couple years of high school. All right. Yeah. Well, Quinn, thanks for coming on the podcast. I no really problem. appreciate it. Um, good luck your next two years in high school. Thank you. Um, this has been Goggles On, wrapping up our final interview. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So, Will, that's going to about wrap it up here for episode two. I mean, we had some amazing interviews, some amazing answers, and some amazing perspective from those athletes. Yeah, I really uh, was interested to hear about some of the experiences that um, our teammates had. Yeah. And just getting to talk to them about some subjects that, you know, may never come up in just a normal conversation. Yeah, or even at a practice, right? Right, like, you know, you're in a lane, you're doing a threshold set, you don't really have time to talk about... (laughs) what it's like to swim at trials. Of or course. Who's your favorite Mario Kart character? Like, <laughs> that's not something that just comes up in the middle of a threshold practice. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do think that we, we gained some awesome answers and also um, gained perspective about Indiana as a whole because obviously we've swum in the state of Indiana since we were yay big, yeah. and it, it's super cool to hear everybody's experiences from around the state, especially at the high school level. So that will about do it. For the episode two of the Goggles On podcast, as always, I do want to remind you guys, our socials on Instagram and Twitter, at Goggles On Pod, always have updates about our episodes. We're starting to post some clips from the podcast, so if you did make it this far, if you have a favorite part, it might be on Instagram, so you might want to go watch it with us. Once again, I also want to remind you to subscribe, like, and comment on our YouTube because you don't want to miss anything, so being subscribed will make sure that our next episode is right there in your feed, as well as if you're just listening, right? So Anchor, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we are on 10 10 plus different podcast mediums, so... Hit up our link tree in our Instagram bio or, um, I mean, just look us up on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor or Google Podcasts. Whatever your favorite way to listen is, I promise you we're on it. So check us out on there. This has been the Goggles On Podcast. Thanks for listening and get ready for episode three.